Hemshechayim Beis. We begin Maimer Zeis Chukas, which is uh, discourse number seven, chapter twenty-six. So after explaining the two examples for how the spheres get revealed Esospheres Hagluyas get revealed from the Esospheres Hagluyas which essentially is that we're trying to understand how something is both rooted in a source but at the same time if that source was revealed the way it was it would never be able to uh, we'd never be able to contain it Existence could not come into being. The spheres could not come, into, could not be emanated. So that's the question: How how does it go from a state of? It's the spheres. We're talking about energy that is tangible and definable, as opposed to the way it's all contained in the in the source. Interesting. I was looking, and I see in Rebbe Rashab, his ideas are developing in Iron Bays, but in Tafri Samaches Shvuz Mamorim. What's called Ezerua or Moshe Nigish El Arafel. Samaches is a whole Arichis at length with many more examples of how that's for Esosphere Sagnuzis. Here he used mainly three examples, if you remember. Um, I'm talking about for Esosphere Sagnuzis themselves. You could see, compared to there, it would be a very interesting study of how that evolved to this, because this is later, a few years later. But clearly, he's like so-called researching it and uh, discussing it at length there. But regardless, these are all examples to try to understand. Also, he doesn't say there. Here's the only place he says actually that's Lamailam Asaga, and we intuit it all. But nevertheless, we're trying to relate to it. And the beauty of this is that really what we're seeing here is that Rabbi Shab is struggling to show us how we actually get a glimpse of the picture the way the artist has. That's the bottom line. So it's not just as we said that you just accept or we're told by Amuna faith you have to believe that the fact that this second example what it really adds primarily that you said clearly is that as soon as Chachma even once for Chachma and Atzilus you already know something about the intention of the artist. Because you can argue that you look at a piece of art for example and you could say you don't know enough, anything about the artist. You know he made a nice piece of art you have no idea what his, his intention was or what he's about. The fact that Chochmah is a Gili Pnimi, like he calls it, an integrated sphere. Even before Bina, you don't know anything else. Just that tells you that he wants some structure. In other words, if you were around, if you could hypothetically be like a, a fly on the wall, so to speak, when you see Chochmah emerge after the Simpson, you know that whoever is sending Chochmah here wants a structure, wants that he should be known, because it's Chochmah, it's wisdom. So that means that the, the artist is giving us hints in existence to himself and what he wants and his kavanah and so on. Not just the base of Baruch that just tells you, you know, that there's, that there's more. You can say, you know, to say that, and he says clearly that you know already the kavanah clause, and obviously even when, and we know also that God wants Asoga Be'elam, and he wants, once you see Midas, you know he wants Hargosha. So all these things are telling you, it's like by observing what he created, tells you what the Creator wants. So it's a, it's it's so it's so the spheres are giving us an uh, image of what the spheres are like in Lifnei Atimtzum. 
So though we can't see the Finat Simtsum and we can't go there, but we, we have, like, so to speak, a message coming from there that tells us this is what I want. I mean, in different aces, when we say Teda Bechlal, God gave us Teda. What is Teda? He's telling us what, what he wants. We spoke about this. If Teda was not given to, to the human race, we would have no idea what God wants of us. You know, I mean, we may be moral people, we may choose to live good lives, you know, virtuous lives, but it would not know whether this is a message from God or not. So much, so much part of Teda is not just that that God created the world, but God gave us a Teda, tells us what He wants, and sent Nevi'im. It's all part of the Yisaitis of Amunah, because without that, there's no relationship. Anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so you have, it says in Sfodim what it says, Some, you know, there's, there's different opinions. Um, remember, as soon as God planted wisdom into human beings, like Avram Avinu, Avram didn't have a revelation initially. He struggled from the bottom up. But he was working with a world that concealed God, but also if you look deep enough, you find things. And he found. And then he earned his right. Um, anyway, so let's continue chapter, page 41 now. The new Maimur, seventh Maimur. This is Pasha Chuka, so. Hashem spoke to Meish and Aaron, Leimur. I never know how to translate that in English. So to say. This is what you should say. In Yiddish we always say, This is the rule, the law of the Teira. That God commanded you to tell, say. Leimer always means that you should repeat it, in other words, to the, to the Jews. But what is this meaning of Asher Tziva Hashem that God commanded? He's speaking to them directly. It's in Lashon Neichach. He's not speaking in the third person. It should have said, God is speaking as if I'm the third. Like God is saying, hey, do this as God commanded. He says, as I commanded. It's like a double question. First of all, what is it at? First of all, it should have said Nechi. And second, in sense, what is it at? Even? So said, said, Hashem said, what would be missing if you said, and that's that. We also have to understand, because is the mitzvah of Aduma, the red heifer. The red heifer. Which was which was a mitzvah given to purify from tumasamas, purify from the impurification of death. So you have to understand, mashapora aduma chalukim akol har kabanos is different than all the offerings. What, what, one second, one second. What, what are you doing? Masha, just press. Just keep. You have to press. Don't restart. Press the button. No, 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 no. Press, don't restart. That's all. Restart yeah. Every time do that. Okay. We also have to understand why the Paraduma is different from all the Karbonis, from all the offerings. Shekulam, Maseim, Bifnim. All of them, they're uh, the actions, the, 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 the preparations. The, you, know, you say, Maseim, Karbonis. Basically, all the things around preparing, the offering, the whole... So 
the whole service around it. It doesn't say Avedis, it says my same Bifim. Everything was done Bifinim, which means within the base of Migdash walls. Within, within there was the there was the Mizbeicha Chitzin, Mizbeicha Chitzin. That's where it was done. Mizbeicha Pnimi was reserved only for Kateris. The inner in Kodesh there were three, the three there were three vessels. But Karbanas were brought in as Mizbeicha Chitzin, but that's Bifinim, Dafka specifically. The Paraduma Maser Dafka Bechutz. The Paraduma, all the work done with it was done outside of the Beis Hamikdash. Rakshazos Adam Sarechlis Nechich Pnei Elamid. The only thing it says, Hazaz Adam, the spraying of the blood on the person that was impure, that was Neichach, facing toward the direction of, of, the, of the door of the opening of El Maid. El Maid is the, what do they call it, the, the yard. The, how does it translate? The tabernacle, they call it. But what is that? It's, it, El Maid refers to, right, the tent of meeting. But first of there's the Kedish Kedash and Kedish Kedish and there's the Azara and the is that there's the yeah. Right, courtyard. Okay, so that's the second that's the question. Why is it different? Why is red heifer the Paraduma different? Gam Dafka And why all the Masa Dafka through Allah the Koya? The Paraduma was specifically Allah the son of Aaron, not through Aaron, Kayan God. Okay, fine. Now we go, and it's going to be a summary, as is customary at the beginning of each discourse, that sums up everything till here, which is you know, obviously a very good reality check to see whether we're on, on track. To understand all this, we shall preface what we was explained earlier. The ten revealed spheres. That are transmitted from. I use nimshach, mamshach is. I think transmitted is the best word. I know sometimes you can say mamshach is drawn, manifest. I think manifest is more slapshus. Mamshach is more that it's transmitting from. Nimshach, that the ten revealed spheres that are transmitted from the ten hidden spheres b'matzilon, which are in their in their emanator, meaning the divine, as Hashem is an maitzel, as an emanator, the Hainu Shasha Edis, which, which is basically another way of calling it the root of the energies, the root of these uh, spheres is the root of that, as we said, according to the. Oh, by the way, Tafri Samachesi also says, speaks about the Pardis, very interesting, very, very. There he proves that even according to the Shita, that Edis Pshutim. That the energies are have no shape, which is not the shita here. He also says there's He gives a very interesting example there. Very similar to our description that when you imagine something, you, you only see the image, you don't see the details of it. So the bottom line is, is, is you can see he's pushing to make sure that there's shasha'iris, not just shasha'akalim. Bottom line that there's something. Anyway, just I'm just pointing that out. So essentially, these shasha'iris, haklunabed and shasha'ifne atzimsum, which are encompassed in the infinite divine light before the tzimtzum, so here's the end of the sentence, I'm shachosm al-idea tzimtzum. So basically this is how it should be read. The essence is aglus, I'm shachem esvis aglus, but my tzilam, the hainu shasha, eris aklum, the insu shlifna tzimtzum, I'm shachosm, their transmission is through a tzimtzum. So this is the essence of what he was explaining. How this works. 
how these essence hidden spheres, how the revealed spheres through a symptom emerge. And explain this symptom. What is this symptom about? Because all the ten spheres, the way they are, before the symptom, meaning the root of the energies and the hidden spheres, they're all united there, visarvus, and, and and combined. I, I, I don't want to use confluence, because confluence is more like iskalus. Confluence here is the opposite. It's almost like this is like. No, but it doesn't mean that. Hersavus he, he, he means actually almost like mixed up in a way. That, that's it, because if you remember, he said it's not the Kavana. It's key to understand this, because remember by Shama and Hillel, when he spoke about the Esosphere, like last chapter also, when it comes into the containers of Atsilas, the Ziskalos, that's where I would use confluence and symmetry and harmony and everything. And before, it's the opposite, because it hasn't yet come into containers, so it's all like in the Nefesh. It's not the Kavana, basically. Yeah. And when it's revealed from there, without a say, it's Trehu, as a matter of fact. And there they were also in a state, an exalted and elevated, a sublime, increasingly sublime state, fundamentally. They were not as a recognizable and a distinct Muhus, personality and Mitzis being on their own. In other words, they were all in that in that, uh, in that higher state. And also when they were united, they radiated a higher energy that was high. Oh, oh another thing, yeah. Right, like the Eda El Kalan, right. So in other words, besides the fact that they themselves are in a higher state, when they're together, they have even a higher energy. There's the energy that is even beyond what they are on their own. Higher than the energies themselves. That's all before the Tzimtzum. And the Tzimtzum is, the, the, the diminishing, diminishment is that there should be transmitted an individual sphere. Single protistic individual unique sphere. Come is sphere sachachma bifniatsme. Like sphere sachachma on its own, not combined with the others. Through this, it descends from its initial initial level and becomes a recognizable, a visible, a tangible existence. Being. In other words, it's not some incidental descent or diminishment. It's actually, there's a mute, a diminishing and a concealment of the energy itself is lower. He keeps emphasizing that throughout. In other words, it's not just the Kalim that are doing it. That's the bottom line. The energy itself is experiencing this diminished state, which he said, in all the examples you see that. And also that this 
higher and exalted energy should become diminished. So he's now explaining all the different things that have to happen for the spirit of Ram. So he said several things here, just to sum it up. One is that they were all his They're united and all combined together. They were in a higher state. They were not able to be recognized at all and they can't be recognized in any individual way. And they have also an energy that's even higher than them all as a result of their being united. The Tzimtzum takes care of all that, affects everything. First thing it does, or first, not first necessarily in order, is that it, an individual sphere emerges. That's the Keres, that's recognizable, that's distinct. And also the diminishing of the air, the higher air that was there, that's higher than the spheres themselves when they were all together. So like with the base of Baruch, what happens? Once you have a base, you no longer have the higher energy of the meaning of Barakha. Besides the fact that you don't have the days of Chaf, you also don't have that whole higher thing. Missing? You, you, don't have the, you don't have the meaning at all. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That higher air. You do have a piece of Baruch. You do have a piece of that. In the second muscle, what you have is... I mean, it's going to go through this, of course. In the second muscle. You have a, you have also a, you have a but you have a seichel. There's an energy at least from before. So you can say um, you could say there the student does have something from the higher air as well, but it's in a diminished state. That's what he's saying. Okay, nismayta air. Vinisboyd hamoshel and and was explain and and explain and explain the moshel the example metevus baruch from the word baruch beis reish vavchav blessing sheyesh boyaskala. It has in it a concept, a scholar, a, a intellectual idea. And when you separate one letter from the word, even though it's exactly that word, so that was exactly that letter rather. It's a base. It's not like another letter. Nevertheless, it does not have within it a scholar. Just a letter base. When his body ate muscle. Another example was explained. Like an Inyan Sikhli, a concept that comes in many details, that, that is expressed through many details. Every detail, as opposed to the base, has no Sikhl at all. Here, every detail in this bigger idea has a specific individual Sikhl, individual. Uh, an individual concept. And from all the details together, is understood, we can understand, is understood the general the general in the whole concept. That is explained and understood from all these details. When you transmit and when you convey the idea to another, then you come step by step, detail by detail. The Besides the fact that the same thing, the same Asian, that Indian, that idea, as it comes in the transmission, Vizgalas and Revelation, So besides the fact that as soon as you're transmitting, it's no longer the same as it is 
the way the mashpia, the transmitter, the, the teacher has it in his mind. Besides that, even that which it does have from the sikhli, so besides the fact that this is a fundamental difference between the two, even the part that the lower the, the, the receive, recipient is receiving is also that's that's understood from all these inyanim, from all these details. It's also in a it's also in a in 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 a uh, in but a diminished state alone. Bechol inyan prati in every detail. Afshanim tzeboygam kameshu inyan prati bifniatzme. In other words, meaning to say that even the general concept within the details is diminished, even though. So what's the but? It's not saying all this. No, I understand that, but where's that in this language here? That I understand that. What's the af ad? Take out the af and what do you what's missing? He said, That, but before the af, what, what, before the af, it's clear what he's saying. But he should then he should have said to boy kol haprotim. What's that? Then he should have said afshenim to boy kol haprotim. Doesn't say that. He said afshenim to k'moshu hu inyan protim b'fniatzme. That's, a, that's not kol ha-pratim. That means he's saying, look, look, the student, the recipient is receiving a detailed seichel. Let's say he not, not receives nothing else. This detailed seichel, obviously, number one, he doesn't have the whole picture. Even the part that he does have is diminished. Then, let's say the student hears all the pratim. Even then, diminished. So, he doesn't say that. That was gam. Even though that is in every detail, so it should all add up to the whole Okay, okay, fine. That, that, that. So in other words, even the Indian and nevertheless, when he has all the details and and. He has, he has, besides the detail, each detail, he has all the details together, it's still not, it's still diminished, besides the fact that he fundamentally is on a different level than the Mashpiyah. And also after the recipient receives, knows all the details, the concept does not radiate by him, in a revealed way, like by the Mashpiyah, the, the, the transmitter, who knows it, as he said, in a subtle way, in a dakuzdika way, in a refined way, in a more... No more, you know. Interesting. He actually says three things here. One, he says that there's just a fundamental difference between the mashpia and the makabel. Period. They're two different beings. Okay. 
Just keep your eyes on that. I just don't want it to go down. Um, what does that mean? That means that just the alien self-infinite symptom is just a different state than after the symptom. That's no matter what happens. Yeah, but but the example is is, is lifting at symptom and after the symptom. That's what the example is for. But that's the example. That's why it's a muscle. It's called a muscle. But that's the muscle. It's lifting at symptom and after the symptom. It's essences and they reveal. That's for sure the muscle. So there's generally a, a, a very big distance between the two. Okay, fine. But one is remember one is Atzilus. Atzilus is Gilead Helen. I'm not talking about the Bria right now. So the energies of Atsilis now now comes and emerges a unique specific sphere. That specific sphere is definitely diminished. It's only one piece of the whole thing. So then, no, 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 no. It's all as spheres, spheres and spheres and spheres agnosis. Okay, so there's a fundamental difference. The second thing is that what he does have, the fundamental difference is clear. Even what he does have is in a diminished state. One second. So even though the details, if you'd ask the Mashpia, Mashpia can show you how each detail is part of the whole picture and is necessary. The Makabal, as he's getting the details, he only it's all diminished. And then comes the third thing, that after the Makabal, the recipient, hears everything and has all the ten spheres, even then, it's not in the same way that it is by the Mashpia. In other words, even when he's able to build a picture from it. The, the middle step, there's no picture yet. Even though there's a picture in the details, but the recipient doesn't know of it yet. Even when he does know, it's still not like that. So basically, it's in every possible way, it's it's a lower state. Okay, let's continue. Chapter twenty-six. Chavod. When the first sphere emerges, the first sphere emerges first. It's like base from the bottom, right? In that muscle, yeah. Or the sechel prati from the sechel folly. The general, the, the specific. It depends on which muscle you use. Yeah, for sure. The both. What are the both muscles for? What do you think they're for? No, no, clear, that's clearly not the case. For sure not. Because he goes through the many stages. It was a question I put on the table. Well, I'm not sure. I want to learn further and see before I say. I mean, I can speculate different answers, how each one adds. There's no question that each one has something the other one doesn't have. Or else there's no two reason to mashallah. You know, the question is what the first one adds. The second one is clear what it adds. The second one is in the first one you don't have seichel in the base. In the second one you know you know the kavanas amaitz. You know what the spheres are about in the second one. In the first one you completely don't know anything. The complete one. The, the first muscle, if you remember, he also struggled with its air bechlal. You could say it's a keli, and he had to find that it's chetzenis air and it's and it's shemes. The first muscle is 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 definitely adding something. There's no question about it. Or else he wouldn't bring it. But but it is clearly the second muscle is more fitting to Eris much because Eris Seichel is a gili. There's a gili in a Seichel Prati. In a base, there's no gili or not as much gili. Let's continue. I, I have no doubt that it's going to emerge. I see no reason to speculate. I, don't, I really don't understand. 
You know, from my point of view, you may answer it after 500 pages. You just say, listen, this is good. Remember, I, I, I think, uh, you know, a good teacher explains something, but always leaves you wanting more. If you think you have it all figured out at the end of a class, it's trouble, in my opinion. I had a good teacher. His name was the Rebbe. And it was always that way. You will not get it. If you get if you get it, it's not doing its job. Especially with chassidus. And also another thing. Unless it refines you and you change who you are, then you're for sure not going to get it. So it doesn't matter. Your head is not going to get this without some some refinement. There's a price to pay. Okay? Like, you know, no, 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 no. I don't know where you heard this, this stuff. Not Krishna Shalmita. I'm talking about, I'm talking about personality change and how we behave with other people. Let's not forget, that's what it comes down to. What Hillel said to the to the potential convert was not go say Krishna Shalmita. He said, be nice to other people. Because that's the hardest thing. To say Krishna is very easy, by the way. You could be Krishna and say be obnoxious also. <laughs> Someone provokes you. Krishna, you don't have to deal with human beings. You know, so you know, you can be your, your you can be a monster and say Krishna Shamit. Krishna should be also refining you, but let's remember what's the what's, what, where it all begins. I am a big advocate. I am a big warrior against religious addiction. I do not, I cannot stand religious addiction. To me, it's like a drug, as, as dangerous as any drug, even worse, because a drug everybody knows is a drug. Religion is kavyachal, God's, uh, you know, so-called laws, and you. So that's why I'm very adamant about. It. Look, I heard something very interesting. You can read in a safer what you like. The question is, does it or doesn't? If it does, great. If it doesn't, you have to wonder what's happening. If I saw somebody who's being a ritualistic Jew and is doing it by rote and just because he was told and he sees him sweating, and he, but bottom line, he becomes a more refined person, fine. But if he doesn't. I won't be surprised because maybe he's just doing things that, like a, you know, it's like brushing your teeth. We brush our teeth; it's pure routine. The Gemara says, "Menafshikara," a person who heard ma'idim automatically come to shul. So you could think it's a big ma'ila because most people sometimes don't even hear it. So the chiddush that ever brings that no, it's, it becomes helgal nasateva. If you do it automatically, it means there's nothing to do with any avodah involved. You know. So my point that I'm trying to make is. That there is this, there's a refinement. I heard there was once a couple that that came to speak to me here, all Balachuva, very fine people. They had big they had big differences, they had big problems in their marriage. Some of it was cultural, meaning they came from different countries, you know, so they had different simply styles. But nevertheless, it starts grading on you too. Obviously, uh, things start building up. Um, and they told me something which was very interesting that Mashpia told them, which I thought was really very good insight very relevant. I mean, I don't know if it's relevant to what we're discussing here, but he said to them, you, th- you both think you became Balachuva. You know, you once didn't eat kosher, now you eat kosher. You once didn't keep Shabbos, now you keep Shabbos. You once didn't cover your hair, now you cover your hair. Or whatever, all the different vices. Uh, that's called Shuva and Maisim. The real Shuva is Midas. You're still your father's son. You're still your mother's daughter. Whatever provoked you before, you think you suddenly changed because you became from. You can do all the mitzvahs, it doesn't mean that you become a more refined person. And on the contrary, you think by doing mitzvahs, that's automatically going to do the trick for you. It's not the way, we're all in the same boat now. Now, that's what, what's called kol yama Everyone has to do real. Real tshuva is who you are as a personality. 
And that is not, that just doing a mitzvah is not going to do that. And relationship with a husband and wife, just to keep more of Shabbos, is not going to make the relationship better. If God blesses you, great. But that's his gula. You talk about you need to sit down and figure out how to communicate with each other. And if you don't communicate well with each other, that means you never really did tshuva on what you did in the damage and communication that you came in before you were so-called through. I thought it was brilliant. It's, that's pure chassidus, actually. This is chassidus. This doesn't take away from Maisha Iker, the actions paramount, and Shalei Lishma Bala Shema. Obviously, you do it anyway. It's like a routine. You teach your children a routine. But if it stays there, you're talking about asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sabir. There has to be, that, that. that's the bottom line. So my point is, for sure, this is 100%. And it, end up, it ends up making the hold of Elam Hazah, it becomes weaker if you allow Ruchni of Chassidus to hold you. So my opinion, and this was actually, some people had actually challenged, disagreed with Alter Rebbe with his approach. Some of the Pelusha Rebbe's, other Rebbe's felt this approach of heavy-duty intellectual immersion in Chassidus was not the way. The Malshamta's way was kurt, emotional, inspirational, get them ignited. And the Alter Rebbe was of the strong opinion otherwise. And then you could have argued it because everybody was living in a in a in a, in a environment. Today it's almost it's, it's clear what the, the wisdom of what was going. Even the chassidists understand today much more than that. Then you understood it, but today you're talking about that. It's a the Time of the Baal Shem Tov, everybody was a shemitayim mitzvahs, and yet it was still called a, a state of faint. They were faint. The real faint is today. Today you have 80 percent of Jews that don't even know what Yiddishkeit is, and the rest are mechanical. I mean, so to talk about today is where you realize the importance. To me, I mean, besides everything else, just the immersion in this means you're not immersed in something else. As simple as that. It's already a, a, a big achievement. Because there's a lot of stusim to get immersed in. You know, there's so much today, all the options. If this stimulates you and excites you, that means a little part of you is already excited by something that's holier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's continue now. This was a little. Uh, chapter 26. And now, in Shefer Shalbain, which is Tanya. Section 2. Chapter 12. That's Shari Vamuna. The last chapter. Which is some prince in Tanya. And, uh, Arnold Rashella writes that Taich of Amunah was never finished. Writes Chosav there. So the last chapter there, Chosav writes Vizel Hashemi. So I'm talking about the exact language of Tanya now. Ki kol os, every letter, hu amshachas hachayis v'kayich miyuchet prati. Every letter, he's talking about the letters of the Sarah Mamoris, the whole discussion there, every letter of, in Hebrew, is 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 an is draws transmits energy with keich miyuchid and a particular force keich miyuchid prati a specific uh, force and when many letters combine together to be a word then besides the many the the sum of the 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 the, the quantity. The many different keiches, v'chayes, 
fact, energies, forces and, and, and energies, in addition to that, there's an ilal kolana. Literally means something that rises to the top. Rises above them. So there's an that goes above, that rises above them all. That drills down kayach elyon v'chayes klolis, a a a high a high a higher force, and a general energy a kolelis that is all that is encompassing v'shkula, and is v'shkula keneged and it uh, is equal measure. Keneged kol mini akeish v'chayes is it means it's as power it's equal to all the different individual powers and energies. Of each each of the letters for El Al and it rises above them. Vehi mechabroson mitzarfton mechabroson mitzarfton yachad right, and and this energy, this higher energy, joins and combines them together, or combines and joins them together. Siruf is usually not as strong as chibur, but they're both they're both, they're both anyway. They're both. It's interesting, he says, Chayes v'kayach, Chayes v'chayes. Well, bottom line, simple as this. Which, of course, is clearly going to address this whole issue of Baruch. Because this is, this is called the Burim, about that, the first example. So what's he saying? He's saying the following. He's saying that, um, that, basically in Tanya, simple as that. That there's a word that's made up of letters. Each letter has power and energy. Which is why gematria matters. Yud ke vav ke. So it's not just the whole word. Yud is powerful. Hey, vav, hey. As a matter of fact, you need each one. There's no way you have a yud ke vav ke without the yud, each one. I'm using that specifically because there we all know that the letters are powerful. In baruch, you could say, what's a beis already? But the truth is, even in beis, baruch has an energy. Then something happens. When you bring together beis, resh, vav, and chaf, or any word, so besides the fact that now you have the energies of four letters, Beis, Reish, Vav, Chav, each have their own energy. And this includes gematria and the meaning of the letter and the shape of the letter and, and everything that comes with it. You know, Beis is from the word bias, Reish from the word Rosh. You know, each one has meaning, they have gematria. So besides the fact that now they come, there's something new happens. This is what we're talking now. A new entity enters. We call today synergy. More than the sum of the parts. Which means... That okay, the way he puts it, that's a higher energy, says a few things about it. It is equal. In other words, it's not just four letters, four energies. This higher is equal to all four together. Shkula Kaneged. Which can mean two things. Number one is that through them, like when you say Kesha Shemtav Elal Gabayan. So it says Shlesh Ksarim, there's three Ksarim. And then there's Kesha which is a fourth, you don't count four. Because it's like like Sfira Seymet. Day 50, you don't count. After 49, emerges a higher one. But it's higher. But it has to come through the letters. Without the letters, you're not going to have it. It's higher. And then he adds finally, and that power unites them. In other words, on their own, you can have Beis Reish Vav Chof, you can put them together. But something is still not there that keeps them together, that really creates the bracha. They themselves don't have that power, because all they have is the power of their individual power. Now, I understand we're not talking about live letters. So letters, you just write them, they become a word. But an in Indian, in the spiritual source of it, root of it, 
there's a force that keeps them together. No, but the force that God gave that we can combine letters and make words. That alone is something. You, know, you could say, wow, that's an amazing thing. You could teach children letters. How, how, how do you suddenly make letters into words? Words into concepts? So there's a power there. The power of seichel that combines. You know, as a writer or as a speaker, you do this all the time. You're a wordsmith. You take letters and make words. You make words, you make phrases, you make expressions. So that's what he says here in Shaya for the We'll see where he's going with this. That's the Atkan Lashene. That's the Lashene. He actually quoted word for word exactly what it says in time. Now, what Mashakosa, what he writes, the Kol Eishwam Shachachais Miyuchud, that every letter is a specific transmission of a specific chais, of a specific, a specific energy. Nira, Nira means that it's not clear, it's not, it means that the Rebbe Rashab is saying it, it appears. He's not saying it as simple pshat. He's saying, Nira, She'ena kavona raka lachais da os atzmei. Now the kavana here is not on the just on the energy of the letter itself. The lemailo who achayis that kelim atzmon levada ed amislabes b'teich. But what's needed from this? It's not just the letter itself has energy. Which what does that mean in ruchnius? Above, that's the energy of the kelim themselves. Besides the energy that's within those containers, let me just explain that so it makes sure it's clear. We know there's lashon what we say in Tukunizeh and Poschal Yo. When a soul leaves a body, the proof that the body has its own source is that the body doesn't just disappear. You know, for example, if I stop speaking, my words disappear automatically. They don't hang around for a while, not even for a second. So the fact that the body does not does not decompose automatically tells you that the body has a source. The source is. Now, at the same time, it does decompose. You could say, well, then why doesn't it just remain intact forever? Because, so this explains, because the energy, even of the body itself, also is so-called stimulated by the soul. So, bottom line, simple as this. When the child is conceived, two things happen. The seed fertilizes the egg, so you have, but if there's no soul enters, it, 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 nothing will happen. Now, why a soul enters is either God's blessing, if you make the right keli, the blessing cannot come. So you have three shutfim. The father and mother contribute the physical. But in other words, just the blessing alone, even though God can do anything, the blessing alone is not enough. If you don't have a fertilized egg, you're not going to have a body developing. You'll have an ashama. It says every time two people come together, the dusha and tara, there's an ashama is created, but it doesn't come down necessarily. It says in Zaya. That's why elderly people the mitzvah to be together and Avram Sada, etc. But that's separate. So the bottom line is there is a body and so so to, in Ruchnis it's, it's in, in a way it's easy to understand. That's easy, the same thing. You see, it's hard for us to relate to because when we have a container like a glass, the glass is completely separate from what's inside the glass. But remember in Ruchnis the the Kalim came from the Ayurus. But they're not but they only were stimulated by the Ayurus. They're not created by the Ayurus. So in other words, there's a root, Sheir Shagvul, Kayach Agvul, as he said, that creates containers. But without the Kav traveling, and Hisav Se'er, Nasa Keli, and the energy having some particles, so to speak, some thickness. But at the end of the day, the Keli has a different source than the Ayur. So the Keli, that's why Chassidah says, 
the neshama is like mamalakalam. So let's say a dead tree, just like a body. The dead tree no longer is growing, so it doesn't have the spirit in it, but it's still a physical tree. What gives the chaymer, the pure, the wood power? There's a chayis in that. So that's what he's referring to. So he says, number one is, that's nida, which is actually a chiddush. Wow. He's saying it's not just that. Because the chiddush, you can say it's that. He's saying no. Well, it's a chiddush. It's not really, I mean, it's pretty obvious also from the Tanya. He's saying, so we're not just talking about the, the energy. When the Alter Rebbe says that each letter has chayis, he's not just talking about the letter, the base, what gives the base chayis. He's talking about also an energy within it that's an asham. He's going to say, so not just ki'im, he says, Kol has, has every letter has a particular energy. Rather, it means that in this it also includes two things, in other words. Besides the energy of the container, also the energy that manifests in the, in, in the letter. So in other words, there's the energy that gives a base, making it a base. But there's something more. A base has meaning. Let's see what he's going to explain what it means. No, no, even not. That, no, no, no. He's not talking about put together. He's talking about before anything, on its own. This is very relevant. This is why the marshal works. He's, he's really explaining why the marshal works. One second. Kain That's what appears from the Hagar there in Tanya. We'll soon get to the next step. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. The first, I just explained. There's two energies going on in a live entity. There's the body itself, the fact that it exists, that there's the, the being of a physical entity, Chassidah says, comes from Seva Kalam. Then there's another thing. An Ashama enters into this body. is giving it life. Even a corpse has energy that makes it, the body doesn't disappear. So the base, same thing with letters. Letters has energy that gives, makes it a base, pure container. And there's another energy that that specific base has. He's not saying what it is, but it's in Chais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the nida. That not just the first thing, but also the second thing. Not even, I wouldn't say kissed even. I would. Uh, that's like a sleep. I would say not just the shape and form of the base, but also its meaning. I would say probably because a base. In other words, when, you, when initially we would think baruch. You could, like, remember, he even said that that the of the muscle works with sheir shakelim. He's, he's trying to basically explain that a base is not just a dead base. A base has some life in it. What the life is. My assumption, unless he's going to, he maybe explains it, I'm not sure, but my assumption is that base has meaning. It has a meaning. It's not... That's, a, that's, another, that's for sure. That's not what he's saying here. That's the next step. That's that, 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 more importantly, it comes even more alive, even if it has life. Listen, the word base means bias. The word base means things. It's true, you don't have, there's no word in Hebrew that's made of one letter. Two is the minimum. I mean, you have the one in, in Hazin, where is that, the, the, you know, Ashadish is one, I'm sorry. Fine, fine, I'm just saying, what, what is he referring to? So I would say, if you talk to the marshal, the Suda, the pure, you could look at a letter as being a, a dead, like an, an inanimate cup. Nothing about the cup is anything. No, I'm not, and you could say it that way. And he's saying no, that even the Osprati, when the Alta Rebbe says in Tanya, the Osprati has Chayas, he's referring not just to the pure body of the letter, he's also referring to the energy within the letter. He says this clearly, it's not the, it says Kemashim. Gama Eram Islam is by Asis. 
No, he just says the Chol Eishu Amshachas Chayes Miyuchad. Why don't you read the first line? No, it doesn't say that. Read, read the Tanya. Go back to Shaykh Vamuna. He doesn't say that. Every letter has something, and then look, look, look at the read. No, no, no. Also not. Read. Go back to the. No, that's the third thing. Every os has amshachas chayes v'kayich miyuchad. You could say when it doesn't have a word, you may not see it revealed, but there's something there. Look, I'll, I'll explain. You could say I'll tell you the difference in afkamina. Here's an afkamina. You could say that bays has something in it, but you can't see it at all until you have a, the word baruch or another word bias. Bays yutsof. Bays, in other words, a letter cannot. Have meaning unless, but or you could say no, that's not the case. Why is baruch made up of the letter bays? Why is it not a different letter? Because baruch, you can explain, needs a bias for the first letter. It needs a resh as the second letter. In other words, the meaning of the word bays is relevant to ultimately. I don't know the the kavanah in it, but for example, it says in svarim why the tater begins with a bays, not with an aleph, because a bays one is lashon brach, second because. Aleph is has a, the opposite of blessing. There's other reasons given because the bias is like a bias. The Rebbe has all sikh on it. My point is that yes, the word baruch brings out the whole thing. But baruch is not just made up of four inanimate letters. But baruch itself, you can say, is made like yudke vovke. Oh, that's a good example. Yudke vovke for sure. The yud is much more than just a, 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 a combination. Yud has meaning because the yud is the nekuda at the beginning of a transmission. You could have a yud without the hey of a hey. See, instead what I'm saying, so you could just say the yud is just purely keli. Says no, the yud is also the meaning, the chayis in it. Yud kevavke makes it's easier to understand because baruch we don't know what the meaning of bays is. I mean, we know that it has a number and we has a meaning, etc. But yud kevavke for sure, we learn all the time that the yud has a whole, uh, is a whole, you could, a whole, uh, the whole world itself. Actually, the elements yud is all of atzilus is a yud. Briya is hey, Yitzir is the Vav, and then Nasi is that last time. Okay, fine. This is all explaining Tanya here, the Shaykh of Amunna. I know, that's what he says, Nida, and then he says, Kei Mashma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he continues. That the, the energy that rises above is a transmission of a higher power, a higher power, and a general energy, that joins, and unites, or join, unites and joins all the letters, Nira. This, this apparently means also Nira. That this is not the Eir HaSeichel that's that saying the word Baruch. But it means something even higher than that. So you see from both extremes he's going here. In other words, um, I have to keep reminding you because I don't want this to shut down. You're responsible for that. For this. I can't. Because then it's forever recorded, and I don't necessarily want that. (coughs) 
So both things are happening here, importantly. Both things are happening here. So we really have like four things going on. You have the letter, the container. You have the meaning, the air within each letter. You have the combination of all the words that bring out a seichel. And you have a el kolona. That's higher than the seichel, that's the sum of the parts. And then he adds in the parentheses. The Efsir Bakal Zeh, and maybe part included in this is Gamma Eidham Islabish. Is also the energy that manifests. See, before the Khidr she said was the Nida was an addition to each letter having its own the container, it also has the energy. Here he's saying in the parentheses, it could be that maybe he also means the sum total of the word. Omnam Nida butter. However, it, it's near the border. Near the border is, is like almost sure, almost apparent, almost clearly apparent. Because border means clear, and nida means mashma. But it's near the border means he doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. the border is pretty much near the border. She'ena kavon ala er hazel levad kimal er elyon emuvdo. See here, it's a little different. Before he said, in addition to it being the container, it also is the energy within each letter. Here he's saying, in a way, it's primarily this. So this parenthesis is a little, you know, because it says clearly, it's not. It's not the Eir It's talking about something beyond. And it's obvious why, because the Eir Al-Kolona, that's Mechabra Metzarf, is clearly something very unique. He says, you could say it also includes the total of the word Baruch, let's say. The total seichel in it, but nida butter that that's definitely not that alone, but mainly kiim ala ed elyon amuvdal on a higher and separate energy. Remember in the nimshal, remember he was talking about that. He was saying that once they all come together, necessarily saying loses there's something higher. No, no, he's because he's because yeah, because he's listen, he's being thorough and saying he's analyzing it. He's saying what what you know, giving his first reaction, so to speak, and then saying it could be it also is that. Look, it's not a contradiction. It, it's it's he's it's it's uh, you can see it's, it's it's just extremely thorough. That's the bottom line. I mean, he's being very so-called very very transparent. He's telling you how he's thinking. He's being megala machshafte, you know. Uh, and probably if you really get down to Agdus Hashem and the interface, probably every Efshid here also has a mile. There's a mile. Why is he, what, what, what's the point of saying all this? Not Stamazay. Because there's a mile in saying that it has the higher. And that the Alter Rebbe wants to say something. See, all this is not semantics. It's about a Chiddush in the Havana and understanding what letters and words contain. Let, we'll understand that later when he wants to get to the Nimshal. Remember, all this is an example now. Okay, now continue. Shari Kol Eir because every air seichel. I just want to emphasize. Someone asked me, "What is air seichel as opposed to seichel?" So the Rebbe actually has a letter about it. In Chelik Tazva, a very interesting letter. He speaks about that seichel could be the protim of seichel. He gives an example. He says, and the air of the seichel is like the meaning behind the seichel is because So the seichel 
is the postulate, is the, is the statement that when, if, you, if, if, if you admit half, that someone says, oh, you owe me $500, and you say, I owe you $250, you, you don't, you, all he needs to do is swear. Why? Because a person, why was the reason? Well, why not why, why not say it's an argument and then and, and so on? The answer is, because one of the reasons given, because a person is not going to lie to a person that he, that he owes money to. So if he's saying, if he says nothing, if he's made the, if he denies it all, it's a different story. But if he, if he admits, that means he's acknowledging, huh? Right. What does he do that? Right. Right. Okay. Right. Because since he's acknowledging he's balchev, he's not going to lie. He's not going to do a chutzpah. He can think he paid him money. The Elam the Velt says why we see people do that all the time. They do lie. They say because it's not the gather other. Right. And that says another may is pana. But it's a natural thing because what? And then the Rebbe goes further. And then the Rebbe says even deeper eda seichel is the edel kaitfun and neshama. Because why takes a person not? Because you, know, you can keep asking the question. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that the seichel, conscience, the Rebbe's used the word edelkeit for the nefesh. Okay, I'm just telling you, the, the Rebbe's word is edelkeit. Conscience has a word in, in, in you know. Um, so the point I'm making here is that, just so I can explain, Eir seichel usually referring to not just the idea, but the energy within the idea. Sharikol Eir seichel shemislabish be'esis. Ah, now he's going to explain it. Because every energy of every seichel that manifests in letters, you know, seichel is in letters. Oh, he's, he's saying exactly what I just said before. Uh, it's not mukhrich, it's not necessary, it's not, uh, ever, it's not uh, uh, critical that it has to be these, these particular letters. The same idea could be expressed in different letters. Like Adenei Lam, that God is the 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 Har, the the Sar, the the Master of the Universe. Adenei Lam suggests is the Indian of Shlita Mamshala that God is the Master, the Governor, the Shlita Mamshala, the Ruler, Sovereignty, whatever. There's all the words. Mamshala is more like governing, ruling. Shlita is more like controlling. Shalit. Well, Mamalchus is Mabedotzen. Mamshala is Bakarchach. Shlita is, I think, is even stronger than Mamshala. Anyway, Shlita is like you control something. Shlita controls, okay. This message, this concept, that God is the master. Could have been expressed in different words. He could have said King of the universe. Obviously there's a difference between Melech and Odin, but talking the general concept could have been conveyed otherwise. So then what the question is then, why these letters, not other letters? Since it could be manifest in other letters, so it's not the Seichel itself that compels it to be manifest in these letters specifically. And he gives that proof. As we see, two wise, two two wise people say the same svara, the same theory. These are the examples used in in Chassidus. 
The Rebbe has a heart about it. The Rebbe explains. But there's a there's a harder from the Rebbe why taste with sauce Ram because there are three different ways of they have three different styles. I don't remember now what it says, but it's a very interesting order. You're familiar with it? Definitely, we have to add it to the record here. Why why taste with sauce Ram? Because they are three that say similar svaras, but their style is different. I think the Rebbe says Rosh is Ran is definitely Iyun. And the Rosh is more Pesach, more like collecting, and, and Tesfus is, is comparing, I think. I have, I have to look there, I have to look it up. I mean, generally speaking, that's what Tesfus does, that's what they do. Um, but interesting, okay. So we see the Chacham that say the same, they're saying the same Svarah, the same theory, the same idea. And each one of them says it in the different letters. Which is why so many Yachrenim argue, sometimes are the Tesfus and Rosh saying the same thing, or they're not saying the same thing. Sometimes they say it's exactly the same thing in different words. So we see from this that from the seichel itself, it's not compelling us that a dafka specifically has to be these letters. What is this teaching us? What is this proof? So then, what is making of these letters? This is coming from the kayach hametzav, the force, the power that connects, that joins, is the right, fuses, joins. This mitzaref, this additional force that joins and combines letters and manifests in them seichel. Which, and this is, as he said, this is a higher power than the actual seichel that is manifest in the words. That's where it comes from. You've got to understand this. Let's let's read it before we really get it. Therefore, a child, even though he has some some comprehension relative to him, relative to his so-called his intellectual development. Nevertheless, he won't be able to dress up, manifest in letters, even this small little seichel, hamusik bedaite, that he comprehends with his mind. He's bringing another proof, basically. Because he doesn't have yet the letters and serufim, the thing that combines letters. Because not just combines letters, serufim means the the seichel of how to combine letters, and how to, and, but with what to manifest and to express that seichel. Why, why is that? Because he doesn't yet have revealed that higher power of that joins letters, that that comes with the years, that comes with the with the with the with, the, with, the, with age. The Kayach Matsarav who Kayachme. The Kayach of Matsarav, the power to join letters is a is a Kayachme. Vahira Mislabish Humabina. Ah. And the Hira Mislabish and the energy that's in the word, let's say the word Baruch means Baracha, that's Bina. The power that connects Tafka these letters, which could have been connected to a different word. Another word could have expressed Baruch. 
or like a dain, like he said, melech, that's chachma. Wow. The chiddush is like developing. He's like not just he's really making a whole case out of this. And that comes in the maturity. That comes in the days of maturity. Essentially, is as, as one matures. Mature age. For a person, the is to be able to, a, a son that inherits his father, even though the, he, he can inherit it earlier, he inherits it, let's say, God forbid if his father passes away when he's 10, he inherits it. But to have the responsibility to actually sell it and uh, and and uh, transa- make transactions with it. Nixiyad means basically the property of his father, Limchel. That you cannot do until you're 20. Because that's when it enters a maturity. Mechen da'aba, basically chokhmah. Mechen da'aba, which is true today, we know this, development of the brain finishes around in the early 20s. You know, in the, a child, I mean, we basically we learned it later. Iber Yunika Mechen, it's three stages. But Mechen, what we call them, Mechen the Godless begins at Yud Gimel for a, bar, for, a ba, for a boy, a mitzvah, for a girl at 12, and it finishes approximately 12, 20, 21. And from there, it's downhill after that, which I can testify. <laughs> yeah. Well, the formative years. Listen, maturity settles in. There's been Ben Shleishim, this, there's been Ebayim Labina. You know. But we're talking about the brain, and we're talking about the power of the brain. Experience comes with experience. Twenty doesn't suddenly mean you have experience, but it means the power, the, the capacity. For example, that's why you teach. Let's say learning chiddush. When you're thirteen, fourteen, there's no way you can abstract. You don't think in abstract terms. You think in tangible terms. Basis you can learn, but you don't really get the, the ruchnis of it, and other things like that. There's a maturity. I mean, this is ma'aser shahayi. We all know. We 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 hit it at that age. And it's like, a, and suddenly you look back, and you look at 15-year-olds, you look back when you were a 15-year-old, it's almost a joke. How, you thought, how smart you thought you were. <laughs> it's very, it's interesting. But as they say, uh, by, the, by the time you're old enough to know your father was right, your children are telling you you're wrong. <laughs> That's the key line. So, bottom line is, like he writes in Kutateira Pasha Bamidbar, we speak about Ben Esim Shana because there it talks about counting. The census begins from 20, and the reason is because of this reason. He's just really explaining how there's a higher power that comes in, even though a child has Seichel and can combine a word, Baruch, meaning the word Baracha, yet. This comes from a specific power. Now we identify it as called not just Bina. And that is the power of Tzadav. And that comes later in age. And an example of 20 is not necessarily saying that a 20-year Kayach Mitzadav, even though it's Kayach it just means that it takes years to develop to get to that point. I am Ashakosul Lakam Peter Kef Memvav. He adds now in parentheses. And Delve. I don't know, another word for ayin, delv. Look deeply into what it says later. Chapter 146. Oh, one second, there's a long parenthesis here. Till the end. Not till the end? Oh, no, okay, ten lines, okay. So look later that the, the combination of letters comes from mechen dianika, which seemingly com- somewhat contradicts a little what he said here. Well, not really. Because mechen dianika is not mechen the godless. Iber Yunika Mechen. It's a middle stage. 
So it says that the combination of letters comes from Mechand Yenika. Acham is by Hashem. So somewhat of a little question. Ach, yet. However, what explains there? What explains there is that when the seichel is in the form of er primi, meaning it's integrated, then you can confine it, the seichel in in, a com- in combinations in, in word configurations or letter configurations combinations. However, when the seichel by him is in the form of makif, it's not integrated. It's just still, you know. In, not settled, not in, internalized. And this is called wisdom within speaking, not wisdom in machshava. Speaking. Which is Oh, the second, the first one. Ah, that's what he's saying. He's saying when you have erpnimi. So this is called the wisdom of speaking. So you could the shlemus of seichel, the power of seichel that expresses it. This is the complete seichel that can be expressed in words. I have to look later what he actually says. But it sounds to me that he's saying that Meichin Dianika allows a person who has a, a, a developed idea to express it in words. Whereas if you only know Makif, no. But that, that's there. Here is a different subject matter. And here we're talking about not that type of, not, we're talk, not talking about a person who has a concept. And he needs a, a certain amount of intelligence to express it in, the, in, in, uh, in, in uh, organized words. Here, the Tzidruf is talking here, Humashal Megala, or maybe saying in Be'esu from Eludavka. Here, we need a much higher Seichel. Here, we're talking about revealing and expressing an idea in particular combination of letters. And not other letters, and not other combinations. This comes from Meichen the Abba, not just Meichen the Unique. It comes from Chochma, that's higher than comprehension itself, and from Yechidish Abenefesh, which is even from almost the essence of the soul. He's basically saying like this: when the Russian, the the the, the, the Russian Ran, why each one chose these letters is because their neshama, their their minds are fundamentally different, and they and it's not. Expressed not because of the seichel. The seichel could be expressed this way, this way, this way. But if, but there's a depth that they're expressing that is coming. Let's say the Rosh's style was a certain style. That that type of chachma is, is, a, is, a, is comes from a very deep place. So his his method of expression is different. Not to, not the content of the expression, the method of expression, and that comes from a keich elyon In other words, you need a lot. You need to really study very well. If you put three statements from Tosfos, the Rosh and Ran side by side. The same idea. We know it's the same thing. Why did this one say it like this? Why this one? You'd need to have a lot of, of good analysis of that, because it would be there's a reason for that. You know, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I've seen some. I don't think many, many mafarshim go there. Have you ever seen anything like that? That someone actually compares two. I mean, in pesukim they do that. Why one pesukim is like this? But that's different a little. Yeah, but no, there is. There's of course. There's the use of words. Why use of words? Usually the diuk is more in Tayyash Shabiksav. Why one one person could use this word, another person could another word. More Nashi and Rambam because they disagree, not because of the same idea in different language. Disagreement is partial, of course, you analyze that. But you're talking about two people saying the same idea in different words. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a whole uh, different level. That's what he's talking about here. 
Okay, that's a qualification in the parentheses. Continue. Outside of the parentheses, that was a child. So, so far he said two things in, in, that, in explaining this. He said, the Nida from Tanya, from from Shaykh Ramuna, Erel Kolona, is what? Number one, it's not just the letter, the Kais, the energy in the letter, but it's not just the letter itself, but also the meaning inside the letter. And the second half, Erel Kolona, is not just, or primarily, not the meaning of the word itself. But there's a higher power that's mitzarev. When you learn Shaykh Ramuna, you wouldn't necessarily say that because we learn it very quickly and we just say, okay, in Al-Kalona is the, 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 the combination because Beis, Reish, Vav, Chaf on their own don't have bracha and together they have bracha. That's in Al-Kalona. He's saying here clearly much more. And the first proof that he brought for him to explain it, he says, because Seichel on its own, own can be said many different ways. Like Taishus, Rosh, and Ran. So what gives it why this way, that, that way? Because it's the Kayach HaMetzarev. That's a koyach not bina. And the second thing, children. A child can have a concept but cannot yet express it because he doesn't yet have that maturity, that koyach So he can say baruch, bracha, but if you ask him, tell me another way to say bracha. He doesn't have yet the intelligence to do that. He would only use what he knows. He's limited, just as an example. So he doesn't yet have the ability to go to that deeper place that has a different way to be mitzaref, a different way. Actually, when you think about it, it's actually, I would give another example. They, they have giving an example. When you learn something when you're younger and not so experienced, you can understand it, but you can't really convey it to someone else. Someone else, a good person who understands something, can find new tzirufim. Exactly, in other words, in other terms, an example. That a child cannot do. That that that's that is a very that's a keichel in Yesu for sure. Right. I remember I was teaching 12th graders in Beisrif, and I remember I, 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 put, I put down a bunch of questions. What's the difference between Nafshal Kis, Nafshal Shabbamis? What's the difference between Yetzir, Hadar, Yetzir, Teh? What's the difference between Teh? And uh, the, the answers they gave was monosyllabic, mono, mono monosyllables. Everything was good and bad. Literally. 90, 80% of the class wrote good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. And I asked them, do you have any other synonym for the word good? You know? And what does good even mean? But for a child, it's good or bad. And you start getting older, you realize, one second, there's many levels of good, and there's good without bad. bad. My point is, the idea of nuances, gray areas, the idea of the ability to express something, even what we're trying to do when we take a word, doesn't mean this, doesn't mean that, confluence, synergy, so on, integration. Okay, so now he's going on. This was with a child. So we see with a child that there's a higher seichel called combining letters. The same is with an adult. Like, example, the ashpa, the transmission, the teaching of idea from a teacher to a student. It's exactly what we're just saying. Well, <laughs> it's, it's definite that certainly he cannot transmit to him the seichel. The idea, the concept, the way it's understood by him in his configuration. The way he combines the letters. Because the student, his mind is smaller, is too small to contain, to receive this greater superior idea, the way it's by the teacher. So the teacher would just express it the way he understands it, the student would not be able to receive it. So definitely he cannot express it that way. Because the student 
And therefore he must manifest, dress up, concentrate or conceal or, or, or condense then the seichel, the intelligence, the idea, in different configurations, in different letter combinations, that's commensurate and proportionate to the mind of the student, to the, to the, to the ideas of this, the concept of the student. As we see in actuality, that in every transmission of seichel to someone else, to another person, it necessitates that he has to change the combination of letters the way he understands how he understands it for himself. And that requires a higher power, higher than just the conceiving of an idea. No, it's conveying an idea to different students. And outside of yourself requires another additional power besides the actual concept itself. He's spelling it out. And this is the reason that not everyone who comprehends a seichel, and he's saying he does comprehend a seichel, comprehends an idea for himself, is able to transmit it to another. The because even when he also also even when he conceives of an idea and he understands it himself, nevertheless he cannot transmit this to another. He's not able to. Because he cannot find letters and combinations of letters. The right combinations in, with what to express the idea to another. And now he's like, you know, going even further. And that is because the combination of letters comes from Yuli is hard to translate. It's just like a nebulous power. It's like, not the word nebula. Yuli is sometimes like a seed. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand where he's going. Okay. I just wanted to say the word Yuli. Yuli is like some type of Aramaic word. Yuli is usually like when we talk about the Sada Esh. We mentioned the element of fire, how it is in this quintessential source. It's not fire. It's a state of Yuli. Yuli is almost like a state of potential that can that uh, that that uh, from there generates. But potential not as like a well of water. You just have to draw it out. It's more like unconscious, unconscious. Uh, um, it's a state of 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 um is like yuli, the power to conceive and so on. Bottom line is it's it's a source but it's not a defined source. You can't trace and say, okay, you know, here's a flow of water, I trace it and I get to a source, okay, that's a source. Yuli is, is somewhat invisible, somewhat potential. It's used by the Chakun. They use it, the the philosophers use it to explain like how things it's very platonic actually. It's like an attribute almost. Like, like you know. Like, uh, the word I want to be actually not attribute, like an archetype sometimes. Anyway, so, so here he's using Katsufi is Boyman Yuli. He's introducing, until now he said it was Kecha Chachma, Mechin Da'aba. He used the Yechidah Shabbat Now he's saying, because the Tsufi comes from the Kecha Yuli de Seichel. 
It's not coming from the seichel itself, the conceiving of an idea. It's coming from a power higher than that. It's coming from the inner dimension of intelligence that's higher than the conceiving of mamtsas, the conceiving of and the comprehension of an idea. So this person can have hamtsa, he can conceive, he can comprehend, but he does not have that power that comes that 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 is able to convey it to someone else. Ubisharshe, what is it in its root? It's from the essence of the soul. Just like the letters themselves. Their root and their coming into being is not from the Erasechel Hamusuk. They too don't come from Erasechel Hamusuk. As we spoke with the containers, containers do not root it in energy. The energy brings them out, they, they give them life. But the letters themselves don't come from the from the, the comprehensive the, the comprehended idea. But from the source of seichel. So this was called asis benefish and nefesh We have letters. That's why children learn to speak so quickly. Because if they didn't, you think what, it would take as they develop seichel. That's when they should get asis. But they're able to say words. Where's it coming from? Even though they don't yet have true comprehension, because words are existent already in the nefesh before. That's what it says. Kanaida, as it's known. So just like the letters don't come from the energy, also the combination of these letters, are also from the root of intelligence, from the, from the source of intelligence and its root, which is the, the deepest level of the soul, which is interesting, he goes all the way to from there is the root of the letters. From there is the root, the power to combine. How would you call The combining force. That combines and unites and connects letters. The connector. The connector. So what do we conclude from this? So, therefore, so we see from all this the betzira faces from the combination of letters beteva alof achas in one word in levada air besides the energy ha'er seichel sorry besides the er seichel hamalubish beteva besides the actual intelligence that's manifest in the letter in the word like the word baruch bracha yes b'zeid er elyon like odin is moshal v'shlita yes there's another thing there's a, there's a elyon there's a higher force shalemayla harbe maseichel amusuk that's far higher it's more, far greater than the actual comprehensible, comprehended concept. Parentheses. And we could say that this higher power is a, is a hidden one. And that's the essence of the Erpnimi, because we're talking Erpnimi here. We're talking about letters, words, comprehension. So it's the essence of the Erpnimi. So the Erpnimi is the meaning of the word. This, the essence of the meaning of the word, in other words, the essence, how it's in its root, which is really means essence, really, like Moses, obviously, in the Nimshal. That's going to be the next chapter. And the Chayis Kloli, what does that mean? The Chayis Kloli of the whole word? No. He said this is... Kech Elian is Kech... Let me just say something. There's two... Oh, you know what? 
He's referring to look, look, look. Look at the Tanya. And Gabain who? Where's the Lashon? He's been medayg the two meaning of those two words. So koyachelyan. That's why he keeps playing koyachelyan chayes klolis. Wow, the diuk and tanya is made a dikir. So the, no, it's not. No, they both show higher than the meaning of the word. But koyachelyan is he says the atzmi of erpnimi and chayes klolis who er misgala is already a revealed energy for who begins er makif. But this, but in a makif they could form. And So the kayach hamitzarif is atzmi ve'erpnimi. That is yechida, and a lower level chaya is revealed, but it's makif. Trust me, this needs explanation. It doesn't explain. But 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 what's interesting here is, what does this mean? It means there's two levels in the wisdom itself. In the, in the higher force of Ere Al-Kolon, that itself has two meanings. Besides the meaning of the word. What could it be? One is the wisdom of combining letters. Fine, that I understand. That's the highest. That's concealed. It's something that's revealed, but it's makifik. I mean, in the study and comparing Teisvus Rosh Hashanah, and understanding why they talk about it, you probably have two, way, two elements here. Something that's going to not be easy to understand. Why this one is like his shade of Shem I have to I have to view this and see what he means. I think in the Nimshal we'll probably understand it because it's relevant to the. It's not, it's not so important for the letters as much as to understand the Esetzrei Sagnuzis. So Kitzur, chapter summary of chapter twenty six. Now what it says in Sefer Shalbeinim. There you go. That every letter, every word, has a higher power and a general energy. Ha'elal kulana that rises above them all. No, no, I know, I saw that, but I had a problem pronouncing it there too. because it's lost in the cave. So this power combines and joins them. This is higher than the, the energy of the Seichel. That is understood and manifest in the word. Because the power of joining letters comes from Chochma, more than Bina, higher than Bina, and, and its root is in the essence of the soul. Okay, all this is a Moshal, which we will soon understand. I don't want to speculate, because the next chapter is going to explain what that is in the Nimshal, how what this means in um, in um, in the hidden spheres. But it's interesting where he's going with this. So the, so we learn from this, the base of Baruch has power, the word, and is the higher thing. And I'm sure this is going to help us understand the examples that he gave before. Okay, so we conclude here. Chapter 26, pages 41 through 43, the beginning of Discourse 7.